guys it's your girl madam joyce in the motherfucking building and we are back again do you know what yeah i'm a lot sad than i usually am because i'm not in malta and it's really breaking my heart i should have actually been shaking my pussy on the fucking boat right now like all the girls who have gone to dlt malta big up you the girls are looking absolutely incredibly they are looking juicy magoosy and I'm feeling very, very sad. But I am very proud because when they say UK girlies are the baddest in the school, the baddest in the game, excuse me, honey, but nobody's in our lane. They really meant it. Like the girls have been looking good and honestly, they've inspired me as well. Like, girl, I need to motherfucking work out. I don't know. Listen, the six packs, the four packs I've been seeing, the tonality, like I'm, I feel very betrayed because I thought this year we were going to be doing... We were doing body positivity. Mm. I thought it was, you know, love the it's skin you're in. Pos- it's still body positivity. The girls <laughs> were saying body positivity, but they were banging the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning. Because <laughs> no why comment. the fuck does everybody have a six pack? I thought we were loving the skin we were in. I thought that that was the vibe. But you know what? Yeah, big up all our girls, big, small. To be honest, yeah, I would have got, if not for the fact that I have my live show, I would have been hanging my motherfucking belly in Malta and I would have been jiggling it like Will Smith said when he said get jiggy with it. I would have been jiggying it and getting jiggling with that belly. But hope everybody is motherfucking well. I just want to say, if you haven't bought your live show ticket, do you actually fuck with me? Seriously, are you even a bad girl? Are you even a bad boy? Are you even serious about this relationship? Do you actually love me or are you actually my enemy? Buy your ticket to the live show. They are nearly sold out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm so happy. Honestly, do you know what? Yeah, it's been so crazy. This whole experience, planning the show, and just being able to create an experience that's going to be sick for the bad boys and girls um has been phenomenal and honestly i'm so excited to show the motherfucking world well the 1600 people are going to be in the room but i'm so excited to show the people in the room what we have been working with like you guys are going to be so so surprised like i'm telling you i had a meeting yesterday with my production team and i'm just like excuse me like it's serious bumbuckluck things are gone but i'm just gonna read what's in the naughty corner because you lot have been very very unsensible as you always are so let's see what you've been up to in the naughty corner so we got um can yay can ye girl <laughs> can ye see lay I'm one of the people that have been complaining about Madam Joyce's inconsistency. And now that she's consistent, I'm five episodes behind. Can you see y'all motherfuckers are the problem? Can you see the people are the problem? Last year, I was so inconsistent. I'd come and go, like mm. that friend. You know, you have that friend that's like, mm. she's real, she's mm. loyal, but you know, you can't depend on her. So I said, this year, I plan to be the dependable friend. Now that I'm the dependable friend, y'all motherfuckers are the inconsistent friends what's going on? They only got themselves to blame. Guys, you only have yourself to blame. We're supposed to be in a formation. We're supposed to be in a relationship and you guys are letting me down. Mm. 
please make sure that you are on time on a Wednesday or sometimes a Thursday, depending on the, the video. Do you understand? Because sometimes we actually come a bit late, but you know what I mean? <laughs> once a week. We come once a week anyways. But make sure you guys are on top of things. Do you know what? I may, should I take a couple of weeks off so you guys can catch up? How about that? I think not. Because oh, clearly, maybe they need time. Maybe, maybe five I've been, weeks off. That's not your problem. Maybe <laughs> I've been doing a bit too much. Maybe I just need to go for a bit so they can catch up mm. with my thing. Do you get it? So make sure you guys are watching as well, because y'all, y'all motherfuckers about to let me down, bitch. Y'all motherfuckers about to let me down. And finally, we have Sharon X Ade saying CNT episode two good had me. What the hell? What's LMBO? L- laughing my butt off is that yeah. laughing my girl that does not sound cool can we say laughing my booty off yeah, let's put we'll booty laughing my booty off bring them back obviously this was last week so last week we had um Tyshawn and Jazzy from the no US way. which they came to represent the US girlies and I'm very very proud because we've not had some good experiences of the US lots mm. but they came and shut it down and I feel like we can stop talking about the US lots I feel like they've relinquished the, yeah, I feel like they've brought they've they've set a new standard for the US bad boys mm. and girls. So I'm excited to see the next US people them come back. But guys, I just want to say I love you. Those that are doing, do you know who? Do you know who I love the most this week? I might t- I might do a thing where every week I, I say who I love the most. Hey. Can I just say I love the service girlies? Those Aww. that watch me and they are like hairstylists, nail techs, mm-hmm. eyelash techs that listen to me while they're working with their clients. I motherfucking love you guys, seriously, because the amount of times people have come to me, they're like, oh, do you know what my nail tech, lash tech, hair tech was watching the episode and you know, now I'm a fan. It's like, honestly, they're the real fucking MVP. Mm. So everyone that's doing service jobs, I know you guys have been getting some right on the internet and it's like, oh yeah, these you, these Insta hairstylists and this. MJ loves you. I fucking love you. Seriously, guys. Like, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for always recommending me. Thank you guys mm. for putting me on while your clients are there. And yeah, that's motherfucking it. But without further ado, I would love to introduce my guest. Guest, 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 guest. I'm very excited about this. So, obviously, Love Island season is fast approaching. Mm. I believe we are gonna. This is gonna be dropping on the week that the Love Island, Love Island summer season is out. And it's only right. I'm, I haven't had a Love Island person on the show. Not because I didn't have the capability, but because I'm I'm not consistent. It's really bad. I'm never consistent watching Love Island. This season, I said I'm going to be fucking dedicated. But it's only right that I bring one of my old school serious babes and i am excited to announce that she is the winner of love island series nine and she entered as one of the bombshells she's amazing she has continued to inspire thousands of people with her commitment to help others ladies and gentlemen i would love to welcome sanam in the motherfucking building Thank you, Joyce. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Do you know why this is? Do you know why this is so special to me? This let me t- let me tell the bad boys and girls what's up. People don't know. If you know, you know. But people don't know. Me and Sanam actually went to school together. We did. So me and Sanam went to a secondary school in Bedford, and from year nine to eleven, we were in each other's midst. Now. 
I would say I would like to think we were friends. We were friends. Yeah. We were friends. It wasn't in the same circle because no. you had your you had your <laughs> gang and I had my gang. But we when it came to to coming together, we shut it down. And I thought we you did. were fabulous. And I feel like when I saw you coming on the show, I was very taken aback because from what I remember from you at school, you wasn't quiet. I definitely no. you definitely wasn't <laughs> quiet. You were very, you was always very bubbly, but I found you just quite chill and in your lane. Mm, yeah. So to see you coming on Love Island was actually quite a surprise to me. There's some girls that you see from school mm-hmm. that if they were to go be like, I could have seen that happening, but you never. So talk to me, what made you decide to go on the show? Oh my God, um, I think for me, so basically this all happened in a week's time, right? So I was at work, I had my job, um, and I was just one out of five going home, doing the gym, back to work the next day. And in that week, I had about three random people at some point in that week just say to me randomly at work, oh my God, you should be on Love Island. I see you on Love Island. Oh my God, have you ever thought about to Love Island? I'm like, <laughs> no, like I'm loving my job, I love what I do. And then like, th- this was when series eight was on, so I sat downstairs with my mum watching TV, and mom, I put the TV show on, and mum looked at me and she's like, what the heck is this show? <laughs> I was like, Mum, this is Love Island. So I explained to her what the show is. And she's like, oh, why don't you apply for it? And I was like, well, if you're giving me your consent, then say no more. <laughs> and it was literally that weekend I just thought, do you know what, why not? Let me just apply. Like, if I get on, I get on. If I don't, nothing changed because I love my life how it is. And I just I just did it and went for it. And then I got called and they were like, yeah, we want you to come onto the show. Like, what you say? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so from the time you applied to the time they called, what was like the time difference then? Oh my God. So I think I applied in like July of like last year. And then so it's like from July to January this year was like my interview process. So like it was like four weeks at a time I was waiting to hear something back. So I applied in July and August I got my first call back. It was like a virtual Zoom call. Then like four weeks later I got another Zoom call. Then four weeks later they're like come down to studios. Then four weeks later they're like, um, can you do this like this test, do this test, do this test. Like you got be tested for everything when you go on that show. <laughs> And <laughs> I passed all my tests. <laughs> yeah, yes, as you should. You was intelligent, babe. Um, and um, and then they're like, end of Jan. They're like, um, so we're thinking we want you to come on as a bombshell in Casa Moore. And I was like, wow. What? Um, and at this point, I was like, it's Casa. Like, I've got such a good job here. Like, I'm gonna give everything up. Like, do I do it? Do I not do it? And I just took the risk and I did it. And that's crazy. So obviously, you then went to Casa Moore, where you met your now boyfriend Kai. So when you were when you came in, was there some were you like obviously Casa Moore is basically you gotta snatch somebody. <laughs> you have to snatch someone. That's the if yeah. you want to get in, you have to snatch someone. Did you have the game plan? Or were you just thinking, do you know what? I'm just gonna feel the vibe and see how it goes. Do you know what? I always said, like when I started watching the series, because like when I started watching, I didn't know if I was actually gonna be on or not, but I thought let me watch it just in case. And I always said from day one, like my top my top person was Kai. Always was Kai, Kai, Kai. And I was like, the rest of the lineup, you got you, you guys are great by the way, but <laughs> they want your <laughs> cup of tea, Kai. yeah. So I was like, it's it's just Kai. So then when they talked about Cassa, I went in, I was like, do you know what? I said to them, if I've got to pick a top three, I pick a top three, but the only one I'm really interested in is Kai. Kai. Okay. So I was like, I'm gonna do what I've got to do with Kai, but if I don't get it, I don't get it. Like at the end of the day, I can't force nothing. If he doesn't like me, he doesn't like me. Um but it just turned out that actually like we ended up spending like every single day together in Cassa and we actually wow. ended up building something that then went on to be something like real on the outside. So yeah that's amazing <laughs> and i know you guys were in you kai and olivia were in this kind of love weird love yeah. triangle. how was that experience for you that was crazy so obviously you, the end of casa is like the recoupling so obviously kai picked me and then 
Olivia walks in with um, Maxwell and then this whole like kerfuffle starts of like, oh, you don't like me, but you don't like me. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat there. You said to me like, when I was in school, I say my own lane. I'm sat there thinking, you both recoupled up. Is there any necessary like need for this argument? Yeah. Like, you're just wasting your breath. So obviously that was done. I get it. You've got to bring some drama for TV. It is what it is. But then afterwards, it got to a point where I was like, I don't care about this drama because like I'm with Kai, Kai likes me. Kai yeah. doesn't care about it. Like it is what it is. We're gonna stick to doing like our own thing. And that's exactly what we did. Like he squashed it with Olivia, we moved on and then we ended up just focusing on each other. So it wasn't as deep as it probably looked, but at the same time I was like, I'm not getting involved in this because it's pointless. Like you do your own thing. <laughs> I know, I know that <laughs> Olivia was trying to like meddle in that mm. relationship and stuff. How did you deal with that constantly? Someone trying to be involved in what you and Kai had do going you know on? What's so funny, right? I didn't watch any of the series back mm-hmm. when I came out, but I watched like little TikTok snippets of it. And I mm-hmm. remember watching this one snippet of me and Olivia talking and someone commented saying, I can see she's going into like social work mode. And I'm there like, I actually did go into social work mode. I was like, I don't really care right now, like what you're trying to say to me. Cause it's like not like pointless. Like it doesn't really bother about me, but I can see you're bothered. So you tell me how you feel. Like, <laughs> how, how do you make feel? You feel, are you okay? What do you think you should do? <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. I thought this isn't going to go nowhere. Me and Kai are going to stick together. Yeah. If you have something in your chest, say it. Like, I'll be listening here, but that's about it. And that's just how I dealt with it. I think the situation has squashed itself after that because I don't think I was entertaining it enough for her to get anything more for me. So she's like, right, well, Snams will get anything. I'm not getting anything out of Snams, so why bother? Yeah, honestly, so, yeah. sometimes you actually just have to. I feel like there's sometimes if you if you give people a reaction they win yeah i feel like there's a power in just keeping cool yeah. and just allowing people to look mad because as you can <laughs> see olivia ended up being like the least favorite person mm. of the whole season and you just to stay with <laughs> you do you know what? I, like sometimes you just actually have to let people show their own <laughs> you madness just wanna, yeah it's gonna sit calm and like, you, let it all come out <laughs> literally so talk to me about the development of your relationship with kai like people always say when they're going to love island that it's different from dating on the outside mm. can you tell me about that experience so obviously Casa Mort is like three days max so like at that point you don't actually know if you're going or coming so like at that point I always said to myself I'm gonna go in there just get to know them like I'm not gonna allow myself to get hooked because I can instantly be like dropped and go home so after Casa I would say that's when I really allowed myself to open up to him yeah so like we literally sp- I was in there for four weeks so like the first week was Casa Mort and the last three weeks us literally every single day on the bean bags, on the sunbeds, on whatever, just talking to each other. Like I wasn't even chatting to the other girls because I was like, I'm not here to make friends. Like as lovely they are. <laughs> like, I've, <laughs> I've got my friends at home. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm here to actually find something with someone. And like our relationship, like we connected so much. We spoke so much more about like, the outside world. Spoke so much about like each other's families, our goals, ambitions, what we want in each other's lives. Nothing really love iron related. So I'm, I don't even know. We're, I don't think we've got the airtime we should have got because we weren't getting involved in drama. Yeah. But I think all of that helped us to actually connect on a much deeper level. And I think like being in there for four weeks, it's not like dating for four weeks on the outside because you're with that person day in, day out. Day you in, sleep, day out, yeah. You wake up, they're there, you go to sleep, they're there, whatever. Like you go to the toilet and they're flipping outside the toilet waiting for you to come out the toilet so they can go <laughs> There's only two toilets in that whole villa, can I just say? Oh my goodness. Two toilets. So, like, there's no escaping each other. But yeah, like, I think the whole experience made us so much closer than I think if we were dating on the outside because we're constantly with each other. I love that. So, speaking of Love Island and the villa, let's mm. talk about actual villa life generally. Because I know, mm. obviously, there were a lot of people that season, but I kind of noticed that in this season, there was a bit of like a, a divide mm. with kind of like the grouping. Like, was that, I know you said like literally, like you're not there to make any friends, it's just <laughs> you and Kai. So, talk to me about kind of like the friendships dynamics within there. Do you know, I think um, a lot of people said there was a divide, but I think 
in life you just you, you hang out with and you click with yeah. I think so like me Kai and Lana we got on really well together I think we had like lots of things in common and then like the other couples they got on really well together because I think they have a lot in common but when we had to like we can all get on with each other but I just think naturally you just gravitate towards people you like feel close to or have more in common with yeah so I wouldn't say this is a vibe but just in life generally like you just are with the people that you, you sort of like get on better with of course yeah. of course and you know what yeah I've always been curious about staying like in a, in a close setting with loads mm. of people. When I see people like on Big Brother, Love Island, those type of shows, when you live with people for that amount of yeah. time, is there any like situations where it's just like, do you know what, get me out of here? Like in terms of even the cleanliness, in terms of like- oh, Do you know what it is for me, right? I'm a very clean person. Yeah. Now I I like my showers. I like to go to the toilet on a clean toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> now when I say, for me, like the dynamics, like the group, people were fine. Like, I got well with everyone. But for me, like living with like 12, 14 other people was horrid because like I said it's only two toilets and yeah. one shower just in that whole villa that you see up in there <laughs> one indoor shower one shower outside <laughs> so the only thing that really made me think I want to go home is whenever I go to the toilet and I see like the toilet seat lifted up and just peel over the toilet seat oh <laughs> my god no and like, I'll go to the toilet and just like skim marks in the toilet I'm like, no! <laughs> do this i'm like i need to like hover i need to squat i'm like i'm touching this toilet seat oh my god and like there was like disinfectant space so i'll still disinfect the seat wipe it lay my tissue paper down and still hover because i ain't trying to touch that seat no. that, like 14 other people's bums have touched that same sweaty bums as well can i just say it's hot out there so that was the only thing i really struggled with it's not glamorous you know what that's my that is the scariest thing yeah. for me like because like i said i like my showers i have this mm. weird thing about wet floors mm. i don't like cold wet floors so if like if the floor is wet and it's especially if it's somebody else's wet <laughs> i get so thrown off from the whole shower experience and then on top of that like when there's hair in the bath and no, things like that no. just stop as well you should remind me of something like when i so like i said it's only one shower between us whatever many people there is i'll go into the shower and like obviously everyone's got like their their, their soap washings they're like scrubby dubby things if you call them and razors so i when i use when i have a razor i use my razor and i put it away in my my little basket thing because I actually mm-hmm. no one touch my razors. In the shower there's about like twelve different razors and some of those razors just have hair on them and choice. <laughs> I used to hate going into that shower because I would think who's shaving and not like tapping it or like washing it and just leaving their hair on that pure razor for everyone to just see. And you don't know where the hairs come from. It could be armpit hair, it could be pussy hair, it could be dick hair, it could be bum hair. Like you don't even know to even like let me be respectful. Like that's my that's the one thing that will just irk me but who was i know usually every season there's a designated chef Mm. on the season who was the designated chef for this season oh so jesse was quite good so she would cook quite a bit um sometimes tanya would cook in the night time that's about it do you know there wasn't really much cooking there's a lot of like late night snacking and when Mm -hmm. i say snacking i'll be like they're like pack noodles that's the most we'd ever cook (laughs) cheeky indomie cheeky indomie like it'd be like the chicken flavored or the curry flavor that's about as fat as it's got or like toast and sausages tom and casey used to cook a lot of sausages and would dish them out (laughs) i love it um but i wouldn't say there's like a designated chef but there was a few people every now and again that would cook and would offer people stuff so like is it usually like producer the production team would like send you food and things like that oh no no so they was fully stocked the fridge so the fridge had fruit meat bread eggs 
eggs, like everything you'd need, like mm-hmm. like breakfast and dinner, maybe or breakfast, and we'll just cook it in the night time. So it's always fully stocked average. Mm. You know, so it's just God. down to us. Like, you just open, it. you just open it, and it's just there. It's there like I wish sweet. my life was like that. <laughs> my fridge just open, and then there's just food there. Like God, please, it's good. It's good. please give it to me. And the pantry but, would always be fully stocked as well. Like they did look after you in that pantry, way. What's the pantry? Sorry. It's like a little hidden door, actually, where all the snacks and stuff are kept. So all the biscuits, the crisps, the chocolates, the cookies, all that stuff. Do you know what? My <laughs> biggest fear, yeah, because I feel like, obviously, like, one day I want to be a skinny legend. That's my plan. I want to be a skinny legend. I thought Love Island to accept me. But my, obviously, you're there for, like, what, two months? Mm-hmm. My biggest fear, imagine I go on Love Island and they're having that filled up pantry. <laughs> I will be looking like a big mama by the time I hit. If, if I get to the end, by the time I hit it, I'm going to be looking like a big mummy. It's hard, you know, because I sat there thinking the same thing. I thought, oh my God. <laughs> Every time me and Chocolate, me and Chris, I'm like, oh, do you know what? You live once, like, just live your best life. You're on a TV show, who cares? Who cares? Body positivity. No, body positivity I'm always. I'm not going to sit here and, like, look like a skinny little thing every day, day in, day I out. Wouldn't, wouldn't you love to see some, like, more plus size mm, people on be Love good. Island? Because yeah. I feel like, obviously, there's definitely a certain physique within Love Island, which obviously is, like, generally appeasing yeah. for people or whatever but I would love it to see more, more representation natural bodies right? because yeah. not all of us look like Sanam for crying out loud <laughs> not all of us got the high breast and the small waist some of us were dangling and we loved us like that but no we need more though ITV, I, I would love to see more representation mm. for that but do you know what yeah to be, the fact that even you as a Caribbean woman yeah. was even on that <laughs> representing the Caribbean people. I was I was so pleased for you. In terms of that, did you get any like reception in terms of like where you're coming from? Like were the were the Caribbean girlies rooting yes. for you? Like, oh my god, I came out and went to my pictures and I got so many people commenting, yes, Trini girl with the little flags. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes, Trini girl them. Yes. I'm that makes me happy. I'm you a Caribbean, <laughs> I'm a Jamaican girl, Midat. So you know that definitely we love we love the representation but i want to go to the fact that you won do you know what when they said they the itv people their man good sister maya jama with the high breast (laughs) she was like this is the first ever casa ramore person to win love island how did that make you feel Mad, do you know what? Because I I don't watch the show very honest, like often, but, but I have seen like some series like from start to finish, and I think the ones I have seen is like you never see a cast person win. It's yeah. even like an OG of a bombshell from the start. That's mm-hmm. one it. Um, and I thought for me going in there it was a massive, massive risk because like I said to you, I was already doing my nine to five job. I had such a good thing coming that I was leaving my job to come on here to potentially not make it to the end and then leave and come back unemployed mm-hmm. um, so to hear that I won because I didn't think as a cast girl I'd even stand a chance of winning but that wasn't even my agenda anyway I couldn't even care about that I just wanted one for the experience and also because I actually really did fancy crying so, <laughs> I don't want to so, die alone <laughs> so to, to actually come out and win I'm like oh my god I feel like I'm making history here like I feel like for one what I really want to say is I was so close to turning it down because of my own fear I think actually for anyone applying anyone thinking about doing anything in life take the risk I love like you that. don't get nowhere in life if you don't take the risk and I think I got so far in life by taking a massive massive risk and this paid off so I think you've got to take the risk in life would you say that's the biggest risk you've ever taken biggest you know what it's just me and myself and my mum at home like it's just like if I'm being real like before Love Island it was us paying the bills it was us having to do this that and the other like my job was a re- I was earning a lot for my job at home and for me to then leave it and come back unemployed potentially that was a massive risk I have to then start from the very bottom all the way back very up again. ballsy yeah so um, it was it was a big risk I then. just want to say I am really <laughs> proud of you because obviously going back to the Sanam that I knew growing up you were cool <laughs> but like you wasn't reckless we didn't no. know you were someone that would 
would do dumb shit. Mm. I was the person that did dumb <laughs> shit. So just for the fact that we've seen you from school, who you're bubbly, you're cool, but you played it safe to coming now and taking this big risk mm. that you might actually be unemployed from a job that you actually really yeah. love is actually so, so warming. And I'm so happy to see that. And I'm so for people like taking risks and moving mad, mm-hmm. doing the things that people will turn around and be like, why the fuck are you doing that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for the fact that you took that risk, you found love <laughs> and you won. Girl, let me motherfucking go to the gym right now. <laughs> No, I'm go, I'm, I need you. to fucking, I need to go, I need to, because clearly, clearly this is the route, but I want to say, do you feel like Love Island is a good way to find love? Do you know what? I don't know. I think from the, our series, there's quite a few couples left. I mean, there's me and Kai, there's um, Tanya and Shaq, there's Will and Jesse, and there's one and Lana. That's, that's four couples still going strong. When you look at previous seasons, not many couples are together. Probably like one couple in the whole series are probably still together mm-hmm. and probably like married off or something. I don't say... The thing is with me, the way I see it is a lot of people go on Love Island for fame, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of, when you're in the villa, you can, you can pick pick out who those people are. So I don't think, if you're going on there for love, it's not going to be the thing you're always going to get, depending on who they've casted. Yeah. Because if they've cast, because they ask you in the, in the casting, are you in there for love or for fame? And so if you're in there for fame, and you've cast a whole bunch of people in there for fame, and you've got a one person casted in there for love, yeah. good luck to them, because the chance are it might be like a fake thing. But you never know, it might pan out, like connections, and you grow connections in there, like you're with them every day, it might change, but... At the same time, I wouldn't say it's like your go-to like Tinder or Bumble kind of thing. Like I wouldn't look for it for love. Yeah, we, you know we'd be finding love on Tinder and stuff like that. Well, yeah. I love honeys, whatever it is. Like I wouldn't say it's like that. You're not gonna always find something. Yeah, like because it. I feel like it's sometimes, like, like you said, it's really about the intention. Yeah. I feel like if somebody's intentionally going to find love, and there's people who are intentionally going to find love, it's a lot yeah. easier. But whereas now it's like people, a lot of people are going for the fame, fame and stuff yeah. and things like that. So you you touched on stuff and you're talking about things like fake relationships. Do you believe like in Love Island generally that people are together because because of you know the, the monetary aspect of it i think some people are like that i'm not going to like name keep it back here yeah, yeah. of course but i think you can tell you can tell i think as an outsider person watching the show you can tell who's real and who's fake I yeah i think so, i agree yeah um i think yeah you've got to do if, you want, if you're in there for fame you're going to do what you've got to do yeah to get far to get of yourself seen, to get airtime to do this and the other but if you're in there for fame for love you're not really going to give a shit like yeah. you're just going to like crack on do your thing and get on with you with so i think you definitely tell who's in there for what hundred percent and i just want to go back to the final i know it must have been a very heart palpitating situation i'm always interested i'm always fearful about the kind of unknown things Mm. did you know you was gonna win did you feel like you was gonna win no and i remember right so i was talking to kai like the day before the final there was a like a like going home so on it like this was me kai jesse and lana Jesse and Lana. Jesse and Will, Ron and Lana were like the bottom three because we were chosen as like most vulnerable. I remember saying to Kai, we're going home that day, we're going home that day, we're going home that day. And it ends up being Will and Jesse going home. So when that when that happened, I thought, oh my God, I'm in the top four, like what the heck? Like I literally went to bed last night, last night, that night with Kai thinking like, I can't believe we're here. Like I wasn't expecting us to be here. Like I thought if anything, like we would be the next to go home because we haven't been, well, I haven't been here since the start. Like Will and Jesse are amazing, like entertaining people. Like Ron and Lana are social and they're OGs. Both of them are OGs. I'm thinking, me and Kai are like no so when the public voted for us to stay in I was like that changed everything for me so I was like I wasn't expecting in the final and then being in the final it was like me and Kai Ron and Lana 
me and Carl were like rooting for one another and run, one another rooting for us. So at that point, I didn't really care who was going to yeah. win because we had such good connections with both of them. So it was like, whatever happens, happens. It's just amazing to be in the final. And what was your emotions when you Shocked. realized you won? Shocked. Honestly, <laughs> shocked. I wasn't even there like, what? I was like, what? Wait, huh? What? Like, even me and Kyle were like, what? We were honestly, I kid you not, every single, like that night, we're like, one of ours gonna win. They're OGs, like, we actually love them to bits. They're amazing. They're gonna win, they're gonna win, they're gonna win. And then they were like, Kai and Sana! And I was like, what? Me? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you sure it's like? <laughs> Did you read that correctly? <laughs> so yeah, no, shocked. I wasn't expecting it at all. Can I just say, side note, how is it like working with my Jamal? I'm so- <sighs> I'm she makes me like I feel like yeah I feel good in myself and then I see I'm like oh she's it honestly the amount of times I don't know how many times I've seen that girl slow walk Stunning. but I would like I would like some more I would like to see it again <laughs> she I I always say I met I've met my jam a couple times mm. and I think not just her external beauty because she is gorgeous her breasts are super high and her waist <laughs> is incredible but she is such Stunning. a she's a down to earth girl's girl and I. I'm so excited every time she comes in the scene. I feel like ITV did the perfect decision, made the perfect decision to cast her as the host. And I can't wait for her to come onto the summer scene and to really give us give us the best. I think she's like the hottest host they've ever picked because it's like all the other hosts, beautiful, everything, but she comes in these like spectacular, like, one of a kind outfits. I'm like, looks, uh, looks, like, looks, these, like, looks, wet, looks. sexy looks, and we're all there like, looks, oh, let's looks, just sit back down, looks. Like, why looks. are we standing you know up? She's your, girl. You won love, I love. Girl. Literally, she's the real, real winner. But honestly, Literally. I'm honestly, seriously, I'm really, really proud of you. Oh, thank and you I feel it. like just to be able to. To, to see you in this light, to see how people love you. Oh. Just for the fact that even you you um, gave away some of your yeah, earnings. We yeah, we did. So did you end, did you know the so charity we, you ended up chosen to? Bernardo, so we ended up auctioning off our, our finals outfits to Bernardo's and we some made, made a donation to them as well. So that's all. And what do Bernardo's stand for? What's so the they are a cha- children's charity. So obviously I was a social worker before and Kai was a teacher. So they do a lot of work for children in poverty, um, families who like sort of needs like support with like school, school meals, um, clothes and stuff like that. They do a lot of stuff for like children who are just like children, like families who are just struggling financially. They do so much like holistic like support wow. for children and families. So we just thought that's a really good charity. Let's just donate our stuff in. Um, raise money for them so yeah that's so amazing and is there anything in this love island experience that you you regret or you're like mm, maybe nah, do you that. know what my experience from start to finish has been like really like smooth sailing like i like i didn't have like a tough time like i wasn't involved in any drama like i kept myself to myself i came out with kai like i met an amazing guy like we're doing so well on the outside like my experience from start to finish i can't really fault um so no yeah i've actually really enjoyed mine so are we does that mean like wedding bells because listen before listen so now if you decide before you decide to get married I want you to think about me because I have six months to lose a certain amount of weight Mm -hmm. so I would like to come to your wedding in my best self so please don't get engaged between now and eight months because I need to make sure that I'm looking good for when it happens so that I can step into the scene you know do you know what I mean like if you're gonna propose it's got to be end of this year beginning of next year (laughs) that soon are you well no like when I say beginning of next year by February next year would have been a whole year of us knowing each other Joyce I've got a whole life plan right I'm 25 marriage (laughs) now (laughs) I need marriage (laughs) I I want my kids before 30 if I don't have my kids before 30 that's true issues Hi. <laughs> so Kai, the clock is ticking, honey. He knows when the time is right, so yeah. 
So are we are we saying do you know what yeah? Are we saying are we manifesting by the end We're of next year? Yes. Because obviously one thing I love is I love obviously people coming on this show saying something <laughs> and it happens because people then screen record and be like, just remember. <laughs> so we are manifest but could you see yourself marrying him? I could see myself marrying him, yeah. I can literally see I'm literally plan I've planned my whole future with him. So yeah. And that's massive because I've never done that for a guy before. Wow. So that is massive for me. My lip <laughs> I can hear the bells. What's that song from my fucking hairspray? I can hear the bells. I don't know what the song no. is. Do you know what? I fucking love love and I'm so in love with the fact that you're in love right now. I'm just like, oh my God, it's it's still possible in these ratchet ass streets. Mm. But let's move on to the new season. So obviously usually when people, a lot of people when they leave Love Island, they become like um, Love Island spectators. Are you gonna be involved in the Love Island conversation this year? Yeah, after some will be involved in. So I think Fabulous. they already contacted us and was like, can you be an after And we're like, yeah, sure. Like, why not? Like, mm-hmm. I'm really intrigued to see how it goes because I know all the behind the scenes stuff. So like, yeah. I want to watch it and be like, right, I know, I know what's happening there. I know why they're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Pick out what's real and what's fake. So no, but like, I'm excited to see it. Like, I'm, part of me is like, oh, I want to go in the villa now. Not to find out, <laughs> but just to like go back and just like, because my experience is really good. So. But what about yeah. in terms of outside of After Sun? Are you going to be, because I know um, mm. Amber, Amber, um, Gil. Yeah. She has, she, every year she always comes back and is on the Twitter like, yeah, that, I don't even know why he's with her. Da 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 da. So oh, are you. I don't know. I think I'll definitely watch it. I, I would love to I hear what you have like, to say. Commentating on it because everything. That's it, commentating. I said spectating. <laughs> Y'all know I didn't finish school, bitch. Girl, Because everything's different to what it really is. And I yeah. don't want to be out there putting my opinions of it because things change so quickly on other. I'm like, one second you're seeing this, and the next second this happens. Like, you don't know what's real and what's fake because of how it comes across. Of course. And I'm not trying to get myself involved in anything. But, like, I'll watch it. I'll say You are just a no drama baby, you know. You're just, I'm just like, like. I'll watch the drama, but I won't get involved. You won't get involved. Like, you'll be, you'll be messaging me, like, girl, Joyce. <laughs> Did that, you see what I saw? Did you see? <laughs> But then obviously she'd be like, no, listen, just, just you know, but I'm I'm the opposite because I would see it and I'd be like, that <laughs> fugly slut no I'm just, <laughs> that's me. I'll be seeing. But I wanted to talk about some predictions for this year. Mm-hmm. So have you seen the cast that are coming on this I year? Have, yeah. So we have the likes of Andre, Jess, mm-hmm. Mitchell, Ella, Catherine. Tyreek and mm. Rucci coming straight off the bat I said coming straight off the bat just straight off the bat is there anyone in your mind that you're like I could see these two being a couple oh my god yeah I can I literally was I, I was on the Love Island Instagram page like because this year they're letting the public pick the couples for like the first time oh the fabulous time. yeah Um, and I was like hmm, who would I pair up together I can see I need the picture of them I think I can see there's what a George like? there's a there's a guy another guy from Bedford did you know that yeah. Yes, we. I heard about him <laughs> um, and his allegations. So moving on. Um, yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, I can see. I think it's Ruchi and um, the French guy, Medi. Med- yes, Medi. I, I can see them two together. Andre. Oh, what's the other girl? So is it, no. What's the what's the name of the girls' names again? Jess. We've got Jess. We've got Ella. We've got Catherine. Wait, Catherine. Hold on. I can see Catherine and Andre together. Tyreek and there's another girl. I think oh. I'm gonna get all the names yeah, up because give, I don't give me even... the pictures. So we've got Rucci, we've got George, we've got Catherine, we've got Medi, we've got Molly, Tyreek, Ella, Mitchell, Jess, Andre. 
That's but I it. see I see Catherine, Catherine and Andre together. Okay. Is that Catherine? Yeah. And then the other girl, Ella, I can see her with Eva. Oh, what's an match? I can't remember. Okay, I see Ruchi and French guy together. Catherine and Andre together. Molly and George together. And then that leaves the other two. Ella and Tyreek together. Am I missing someone? And Mitchell. Who's Mitchell going with? The only other girl I haven't said. J- Jess? You Je- said Jess. I think I said Jess. Really Girl, he's going with somebody. <laughs> so if we okay, so we have okay, so we have the winner of Love Island twenty twenty three winter, yeah. Mm. And I love playing this. If you were to give the crown mm-hmm. to somebody else this season, just straight off the bat, we don't know them, we don't know who do you think are the crown winners? I don't know why, but I feel like Ella's giving me like nice vibes. Okay. Let me look at Ella. I'm going to say Ella. Do you know what? I'm going to say Molly, you know. Do you think Molly? No, I mean, Molly's lovely. She comes across lovely. But <laughs> I'm like, what? Something in my... Ella, she's fabulous. You'd give yeah. it to Ella. 23-year-old model from Glasgow. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Maybe... Oh, which one's Molly? Hold on. I'm thinking about Jess. Never mind. Oh, no. Molly seems nice as well. I would give it to Jess or Molly. I can't lie. I do you think? Mm, I Because I, I remember see, even before I saw the videos. Yeah. I was like, Jess gives me girls bathroom girl. Like, you know the girls that you meet really drunk in the yeah. bathroom? They're like, <laughs> And they're really bubbly yeah. and energetic and stuff. Jess gives me that. I think she's going to be a favourite. I'm gonna put my money. I ain't got no crown, bitch. <laughs> on Molly or Jess. Who do you think's gonna be the drama? Ruchi. Yeah. It's gonna come with the drama. And I must say, I think Ruchi's gonna come with the drama. I feel like George is gonna come with George. the drama. Mm-hmm. I feel like George gives no perks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. And again, we don't know these people. No. These are just all speculation. We're just not speculation, but we're all and um, we're just guessing. We're playing yeah. a guessing game. The season hasn't started yet. We don't know who's who. Don't come for us. Don't come for <laughs> us, basically. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Molly, or I'm gonna say Jess. Okay. Who are you gonna say? For what? Who, gonna... who, who, who you give the crown to? Who would you? Who would you say? Stick to Ella. You're gonna stick to Ella. Stick to Ella. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous. But well, I'm very excited about this new season, and we will be talking more about it. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, Leo. Subscribe, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. But please tell me, what have you been up to? Obviously, you've left. You've left Love Island. It's been a couple of months mm-hmm. now. What are you doing with yourself, sister? I've done quite a bit, but it's like you know, we've done it. Like you like like you're here, there, and everywhere. Like you like I can't keep like, track of it all. Um, I've done like so up up upcoming. I've got upcoming. <laughs> I'm actually a team captain for like a breast cancer charity. So I'm doing that next month, not next month, next week, Saturday from the 10th of June to the 16th of June. I'm team captain. So I'm walking 100K. That's like 25, 20K a day for five days. I'm walking. But I'm doing it because I've always said from the second I came out, I've got such a good platform. I want to use my platform to promote things that I really care about and like to like educate a lot of younger people because all of my followers are like young teens, young girls, young people. And I'm like, I could do so much with my platform. I was a social worker for, I want to do so much more within that community because like we don't always have the the best sort of image i want to do so much more to sort of 
promote like who we are and what we do and sort of show us in a completely different light and like sort of educate a lot of young people about what we do like this breast cancer thing like I was ne growing up I was never told to check my breasts like my mum never told me oh feel your breasts you know it's never a conversation in my household so like having my platform I can use my platform to talk to other people about that like you go to school yes but a lot of young people are on social media that's where they're learning stuff from. That's yeah where they're stuff of course from. um so yeah, that's sort of the stuff I've been doing. I've been doing like little like podcasts here and there, little appearances here and there. But I think for me, my my main focus is to do and promote things that I really care about and to like help to like educate other people and like I love in that. that sort of way. Yeah. Oh my god, Salam, you are actually just a fucking big girl, you know. <laughs> I swear to God, because a lot of people come off Love Island and they're like, okay, where my motherfucking PLT do you? Mm. Hello. Yeah. Like that's the, but your focus is how you can use your platform to inspire, yeah. to help, to educate and encourage. And I feel like that is just so beautiful. Thanks. But really like, the PLT deal, girl. No, it's not. When I when I went up to my manager and I signed up for my management, they're like, "So which one did you do fashion?" I was like, "I don't want to do fashion. I don't want any pretty little things coming my way. Not, I, I buy the clothes. I've got nothing against it, but like, I don't want to deal with that because one, I'm not a very fashionable person. I don't really want to be sit there like showing off like crop tops and like cargos. Like everyone wears that stuff. Like there's nothing different. Like, I want to be different with what I do. Like, yeah. A different image. No offense, to anyone who does it. Like you got to do what you got to do. Like it's a good thing to do as well. It brings you a lot of money as well. Yeah. But that's not who the route I want to go down. I'm gonna go. I want to go down a completely different route like I don't want to be promoting high street fashion when I could be doing something so much more with who I am with who you are yeah so that was a good Christian woman so that was a good Christian woman oh god let us do you know what yeah even as I'm speaking to you like you're actually making me feel like how can I use my platform? Because me, sorry, I'm gonna take the motherfucker PLT deal. Hello, <laughs> what's his name? What's his name? Hassan, what's his, I can't remember the PLT owner. Sir, hello, please. But just the fact that you're thinking of how you're using your platform to inspire people is making me question myself and think, Aww. how do I use my platform to inspire and to help and to do philanthropy and things like that? Mm -hmm. So girl, big up motherfucking you. You're an it girl, man. You're a motherfucking it girl. <laughs> So guys, before we get onto Hot Topics of the Week, I want to ask you a question because obviously we have our live show coming up and the whole theme is going back to school to learn the lessons that I learnt during those times. Mm -hmm. did, that, did that sound right? I think so. Okay, perfect. <laughs> obviously you've known me. So the era of school I'm talking about is the era that we grew up together mm -hmm. in. I want you to tell me if you have any interesting memories of me whilst we was at school oh my god i feel like i do but i don't like we did drama together didn't we we did <laughs> we did and i feel like in drama you were always you were always cracking jokes or you're always like that person that was like you everyone's eyes on you all the time like you always got something to show us like you're an entertainer basically always an entertainer. did we drama. do any plays together were you in my group for the final for the final um the final year 11 class thing girl i don't know no stop but anyway they you know maths i'm always like year nine maths year 10 maths miss what's her face miss mahogany miss oh yeah whatever her name is. yeah funny enough with the curly hair yes i have a picture of her i have stop a picture it. of me and you on the, the on the class, yeah. right on the class, on the Why would we so upset that that woman was leaving? Girl, bye. <laughs> Girl, like, bye. We, we, we were crying. We worshipped the ground she walked. But I remember you used to give her a hell of a lot of stress. You did. Do you know what? Yeah, but she. The thing is, I kind of liked her because she was really she patient was with me. Yeah. She was. You know those <laughs> teachers that 
like even though you're insane yeah. even though you're a psycho like they will always respond to you in love and i feel like those teachers were the ones that i hold near and dear to me do you remember mr todd <laughs> Wait, he was Scottish. Me... no you need yeah. to talk about mr todd what Let a me... fucking psycho <laughs> I actually got like Mr. Todd. Mr. Todd, he was so unhinged. What was wrong with him? So Mr. Todd was a supply maths teacher. So he wasn't even a main no. teacher. But I feel like even the way the guy used to speak, I can't remember, he was Scottish? He was Scottish, yeah. But even still, Joyce, Joyce was a little rebel in school. <laughs> Joyce would give any teacher and every teacher any sort of shit to deal with and they'll have to put up with it. And if not, like they'll be like, get out of the class. Like, no, I'm not getting out of the class. You, you get out. out. You get out. <laughs> How about you get She'll out? She'll be standing out the side of the class all like, yeah, what now? <laughs> Mr. Todd, he was this uh, Scottish teacher and he used to tell us that his girlfriend didn't love him and stuff oh, like that. He was like, what did he used to say that was just like, what's wrong with this man? He's like, yeah, I'm from Scotland. He's like, I'm Scottish. He's like, yeah, my name is Mr. Todd. I live in Milton Keynes. And I was like, girl, like, me and, uh, there was one time in the maths class when me, when basically I threw Tana Lee's bag outside of the window <laughs> and he was like, get out. And I was like, you get out. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about this. You get out. Why don't you get out? Like, I was such a villain. Mad. I was Mad. such a villain. But even him, another teacher, when he left, we all cried. We made a whole goodbye video. Do you know, Chandley was part of that video. Wait, where's the video? <laughs> I don't know, make no fucking Wait. I think I've got the video. Have you got the video? Please send me the video. Please send me that fucking video. Because why were we crying? That guy was actually... There was another guy. Was it Mr. Philip? No, it wasn't Mr. Philip. He's retired now. Yeah. Um, there was another. Do you remember that time we went? Oh, I can't remember if it was maths or science. And there was this weird guy that was that made us uh, everybody sit down and we had to feel each other's energies. Stop. Maybe no. Oh, what's his name? And he was Asian. Yes, I think I know who you're about. Was he a supply teacher? He was a supply yeah. teacher. The guy was weird. Like one time we went for maths and he was talking about people's mm. energies. And imagine like I'm sitting down here. He he would make Sanam like go over me and then put our hands here so that they could, we can yeah. feel each other's auras. Like it was just so fucking weird. You know they got rid of the exit room. What is it now? Nothing. They don't have an exit room anymore. They said it's abuse. Exit room, right? So when you get kicked out of the room, right? Like the, the classroom, and then they're like, right, we can't have in the class. They'll send you to the exit room. Yeah. So exit room is just an isolation room. Prison. You're sat there, facing a wall with like two walls. Two walls. You can't <laughs> talk to nobody. And you're sat there just writing, writing. Whatever they give work. you, either the, the work or the homework. You know, the more I do, I'm like, yeah, that is abuse. Yeah, they don't have it. <laughs> When I went back, they were like, they don't have it anymore. I said, oh, you finally realised that it was like prison. <laughs> but I lived, I lived. In. See, the thing is with Sanam, yeah, I feel like Sanam was very cheeky, but she, because she was chill, she was very slick with it. Mm. So it's like, you and, like, for example, like, I remember one time where I was bunking, you and Emily were bunking, and I think it was me, maybe, maybe Nene, or, you know, maybe, the yeah. Kias or something. And I was bunking, you was bunking. Girl, I was dealing with a motherfucker in my car. <laughs> and then you came in at, you came in at lunch just strolling through you and emily strolling through and i was like what you, did you guys get caught there she was like no like, because you know there's you yeah. you remind me very much of tana lee where you were you were cheeky like you but because you were like upfront very nice very yeah. bubbly like the teachers wouldn't look at you but even in my best days the teachers would just be like Joyce, are you all right? Why are you breathing? Why are you breathing? Why are you breathing? It's just like, it was, oh man. And like, what, what lessons did you learn from that time in your life about yourself? 
what did I learn? I don't even know. Definitely nothing. Definitely nothing education wise. No. That was just no. a vibe. <laughs> a vibe. I don't, what do I even learn from school? I don't know. School is good. Go to school. No, but school <laughs> is good. Go to school. At least secondary school. At least everything else is your business. <laughs> <laughs> At least finish secondary school. That's the bare minimum. Pass your GCSEs, hundred percent. There's too many people in this world that don't know basic mathematics, and it's actually killing me. Guys, go to school. Go to school. Is there anything that you learn that you learn about yourself? I felt like. Do you know what I think? For me, like like you said, I just talk to myself, and I think that's just what I've done in life. Like I don't, I gravitate to people who I think are similar to me. Like I'm not going to get myself involved with fake people or people who want to just drama. Use yeah. yeah, like I don't need that in my life. I live such a carefree sort of drama-free life because I avoid certain people like that. Yeah, you were very unproductive. I certainly got that was the most. You would never hear about synapses. No. Like in terms of like problem, there was girls in the school that. When it mm. came to problem and drama, <laughs> Joyce, <those were different. laughs> you would know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But Sanam, she was very likable, popular, but chill. She was. I feel like the 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 ones who were the loudest were the ones who were more forefront. But yeah. I feel like you were cool and. And yeah, I'm really happy that we're sharing this journey. It's crazy. Oh, no, You're no. here. I'm here. We're together. It's it's absolutely fantastic, man. And I'm really happy to be to be sitting across the table from you. It's a bit. It's a, It's like a. It's like a Mad. 180. It's a bit of a 180. <laughs> God is good, man. God Do is you know, good. I feel like in our lives we've always passed each other in some way. Mad, like school and then after school and then now. Like we always. Do you know what's so mad? I saw you crossed. at Wireless. Did you last you was, year? Was it last year or the year I before? Think it was like, I was like. It must be last year. Though. But yeah, honestly, I'm so, so happy no, for you. our paths always cross, though. It's mad. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the future. And I'm, I'm looking forward to your live show. Oh, my God, I can't wait You to see must that. be there. You must You must bring your husband as I'll well. Husband. You must bring your husband. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but, guys, let's talk about this week's hot topics. Obviously, of course, it's been a chaotic week, and we are going to start with hot new releases honestly for some reason a lot of people have been bringing out new singles and mm. obviously because it's warming to summer we have to get the summer jam because <laughs> it's summertime everybody's naked everybody's Love loving everybody, <laughs> like we need to be naked we need to be cute so i'm gonna start with my favorite song you're gonna play it for me of course i'm gonna play oh it for God. you you're not gonna sing it to me I could, listen, I know the words. <laughs> so Gabsy has just come out with a song called Jam Baz. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't know Gabsy, he is a Afrobeat artist here mm -hmm. in the UK. I've been obsessed with Gabsy for a very long time. Uh, Gabsy and Melvita are one of like my favorite artists. And he's just come out with a song called Jam Baz. And let me motherfucker tell you about Jam Baz before I play it. I need I have to have like, you know, when you have bragging rights, there's some people mm -hmm. who are like be humble and not say anything but there's some people like me who's about to fucking say it because <laughs> yes bitch yes i need to brag for a minute so gabsy sent me this song last year <laughs> in november so i've had this song for a while and i absolutely love it it is a summer fucking banger i'm gonna play it to you honestly bad like girls it. i feel like this song was made for me and the bad girls because what the fuck like it let's really it. let's hear, i'm gonna play it for you let me reapply my lip gloss for this yes queen let's get it let's get it shanda's lip for gabby <laughs> um, she's married actually this song is uh, i'm so in love with it i feel like it's, it's, it's such a vibe it's a summer mm. 
It's a summer chill. It's one of those, like, when you're, like, in your car, window down, you're just cruising, like, Thank chilled, you. nice vibe. Every time I listen vibe. to this song, I think about being in the whip. Like, I think about... wind's blowing through your hair, like, sunglasses on, like, on, don't touch like, me. Like, bouncing. <laughs> like, a little shoulder bounce. That's how I feel. Even though your motherfucker bitch can't drive. <laughs> but I feel like every time I'm in, I'm listening to this song, I feel like mm. I'm in the car. I'm in the drop top. Yes. Leaning back. back. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that is it. But, guys, check it out. I love this song. I feel like... Like this song is gonna do bits in the in do I feel like this might be his biggest song. Ooh, I feel is. like this may be his biggest song because it's, it's for me it's amazing. Big up Gabsy every time. And then we have Lato and Cardi B put it on the floor. So Lato is back with a remix of her hit song put it on the floor Cardi B. So I don't know if you've heard it but there's this trend that's going where people are like um Rip me out the plastic I've been liked in brand new. Oh yeah. Yeah, is so that it's come from that song. So people are like ripping themselves out of the plastic. Like very I love do you know what and I love it because rip me out the motherfucking plastic. I've been <laughs> brand new the fuck. And I play I had it today on my um on my story. But I just kind of can I just say I really love Cardi B. Cardi mm. B has collabed with a lot of the hip hop artists, the the women in hip hop at the moment. And I kind of like to see women who are you know big mm-hmm. working with women who are you know upcoming and stuff i'm really really obsessed with big latter recently i really mm. like her it's just like i'm a motherfucking bad bitch you better know about me this is them ones when the man them in the corner with the, the puffer jacket or something like yeah they're they're, they're bopping <laughs> you know there's, there's what well, i think i kind of love the music that the girlies do that the man them pretend they don't love mm. but they really are in their puffer jackets yeah, like, bopping, like, yeah, this is doing the shoulder doing the ne- <laughs> that's what they were doing that like, come on like, just say you like it like just say you like it stuff all that hyper masculinity we know you like it and yes of course we finally have another hot new release and that is Central C and Dave Sprinter. Guys, I've not even, I can't lie, I haven't heard the song, you know. I haven't heard it yet. Which is shocking. I think it's out today. Central C and Dave have teamed up for this absolute banger right in time for summer. Now, my producer's probably going to flog me because she told me to listen to the song when I got here, but I was, girl. Too Girl, I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. But guys, yes, we'll check it out and we'll talk about it next week. Hot Topics of the Week, baby. Hot topics of the week. So, we have Romelo Lukaku and Meg The Stallion dating. So, rumours of love in the air as Meg The Stallion and Belgian footballer Romelo Lukaku were seen together at a wedding in Italy looking very close. Some speculate the couples have been seeing each other in secret for a while. Do you know what? Oh, damn. I'm not mad. Oh, wow. He's he's (laughs) stinking, blinking, blinking rich. That's number one. Is it Megan, though? No, she is though. She's true. But you know wow. what? Yes, I feel like, and I'm sure you, you have an amazing career. You are a beautiful woman. You can look after yourself mm. and your mom. Mm-hmm. Even with all that stuff, what do you want a guy to be? No, to I know looking, what you mean. You know, I know come on. Like, I feel like sometimes it doesn't mean. I mean, there's and do you know what I love? I love the women are really empowered in this day and age in this day and age they're making their money and stuff but i feel like even with the women making more money than the men which to be honest statistically we are Mm. 
we just want to be pampered. Yeah, we do. It's, it's, we do, man. We just want the toes rubbed a little, you know, yeah. the back and shoulders rubbed. The back and shoulder. Cucumbers on the eyes, face mask, a, a little, little spa getaway. A little bag, <laughs> like a, just a little, just a little like, bag, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, just a little Vuitton, just a little Vuitton. You can't, Just a little, just a little, you know, Mercedes Benz 2022 20, plate. That's all you ask, like, that's come no, on. No, nothing big. Nothing big, nothing big. Nothing big. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy for her. I don't know, do you know what is so funny? She literally, there was no like, Breakup announcement, mm. like she, you know, like yeah. usually we're like, oh, you know, so and so, Megan Thee Stallion and Pardy have broken up. We didn't even get that. She said no, straight to the. <laughs> Hello, this is my new boyfriend. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Nice Hi. to meet you, Megan Thee Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let us. Like, Why are you coming over? <laughs> like we need to process the breakup before we process the mm. new love. We what? Like we're processing two things simultaneously. She knows what she's doing. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's some toxic ass shit, and I'm here for it. We love it. You do your. You do you, you Megan. You do you, Megan. The stat is all. I'm for it, I th- and I think she looks great. She does look good. I'm loving this Afro look that mm, she's been doing. She's doing good. She's doing good. I know she's had a rough year, so it's nice to see her with this very chocolate daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm for <laughs> it. I'm for it. I'm for it. Right, let's move on to the next hot topic. We've got mommy makeover tragically tragically goes wrong. So DC Young Fly's partner, who was also a wild and out star, has died in Miami at the age of 32. TMZ reports on Thursday, Jackie O, whose full name was Jacqueline Smith, told social media she was having a mummy makeover in a now deleted post. A BET media group spokesperson confirmed the tragic passing. I heard about that last night. I literally love that show. I yeah. watch them like all the time. Like I'm literally like I'm liking them on Facebook. I'm watching them on snippets. I got them on TikTok on Instagram. So when I heard that, that's well sad. So they sad. got three kids yeah, together. Yeah, she got as kids. Well. Yeah, you got it's so, so young. Sad. It's so sad. Do you feel coming into this space, you've do you feel like there's a new pressure in kind of like your appearance and how you look at things like that? Oh, do you know what, right? Like I think I at the very very start when I came out, I did find it a bit of pressure because like I'd wear things, people were like. Hey, why are you wearing that? That kind of doesn't suit your time. Maybe you try wearing this. Maybe you try wearing that. And then it got to a point where it's like, I'm not a fashionable person. Like, I was never really that majorly into fashion. Like, I, like I'd wear what I feel comfortable in. And it's now gotten to a point where, like, I'm, I don't care what people got to say. I'm going to continue to wear what I feel comfortable in. Like, I don't give a shit about your shitty trends. I don't give a yeah. shit about what she's actually be wearing. I don't give a damn that that's trending. Even if it's like £200 to buy, I'm not wasting my money on shit like that. Like, I'm going to continue to wear what I feel comfortable wearing in and what I think is good on me. I literally do not care about the comments. Lit, no, literally, this is my new, like, every day for management. So, like, maybe you should change your hair. Maybe you should do it. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm not changing my hair. So, I like, I like the way my hair looks. I don't care. Like, I don't feel like I have to conform to all these trends and looks and that to stay relevant. At the end of the day, I'm going to stay true to who I am. And there's a whole bunch of people that believe in that sort of stuff as well. Like, and I don't need to change who I am to be who I am on the outside. That makes sense. So... Honestly, you're gonna make me rant in a second because it's tough. Not like <laughs> everything you're saying is actual gospel sent from the Lord Father Jesus. Like it's facts. Like I feel like if you and and it's really really sad, but I feel like sometimes, especially like from what I hear in like the US and especially like in mm. the entertainment space, there's this need for this certain look and look, aesthetic yeah. that you have to look a certain way and. Um, have a, this type of body to be able to be accepted and things like that. And it, it pressures, mm-hmm. it puts pressure on women to then go to these extremes to do these life-threatening 
surgeries. Things, yeah. I have people in my like my Crescent messages saying, oh, I own like a cosmetic clinic. I'd love to get you in for some Botox, lip filler, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, if you see my Instagram page, I do not do that stuff. There's nothing on my face. My face is all natural. I wouldn't, I'm not going to promote that stuff because I don't feel like I need anything done to my face. Like I'm very, I've gotten to a stage in my life where I feel very comfortable in the way I look. I actually hate those messages. I literally would literally go onto them and make them unfollow me because I don't want people like that reaching out to me for Botox, yeah. filler, this, that, and the other because I don't want to do anything to my face. I'm not, I, I'm not like, Eighty and wrinkly, like I don't need and anything. And you're hot. You're, you're hot. Are you crazy? Look at <laughs> your mad because I'm like I'm so young. I'm 25 and yet you're reaching out to me for filler and shit. Like what are you like? What are you trying to promote? Like I'm. I've I had that message it. as well. I've it had it, I've up. had a surgeon come and be like, oh yeah, you know, I'd like you know if you have this surgeon on your show. And I don't know why a plastic. I, I mean, it makes sense mm -hmm. because, like, obviously, my my audience is predominantly women. Mm -hmm. But you said if you have the if you have this surgeon on your show, we'll give you a discount or discounted not on surgery yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just like, like, this is absolutely disgusting how people are like toying with us. And again, I'm I'm for what people feel comfortable yeah. in. Like, if you feel like you want to do surgery, do it. If you feel like you're happy in your skin, fine. But my concern is when people are making decisions from yeah. outside pressures. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this might not necessarily be the case for this lady who's passed away, but I kind of see it very regularly in the in the entertainment mm -hmm. space where everybody literally looks like tiny stomach, fat waist, Fuller big lips, Botox, high yeah. boobs, high shelf boobs, and it's like a, like <clears throat> women don't look like that like natural women very rarely don't look like that yeah. and if they have they might have one and not have the other like they might have high boobs but they might be like slender so it yeah. makes sense but like to be like high boobs thick but yeah. like, it's on, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense like no. it doesn't make sense and I'm really sad four children mad no three is it three children yeah. sorry I had an experience over three or four years ago where I wanted to get surgery mm. and I spoke about it before on a on a podcast and I wanted to get surgery and something was telling me not to do the surgery and I felt like it was God trying to save my life mm. um, and I went with surgery sisters there was there was five of us in the chat I went to the Dominican Republic anyways because I already paid for everything mm -hmm. like I paid for everything and last minute I pulled out mm -hmm. but I said you know what I've paid for the flight I've paid for the hotel let me just step into the scene so we stepped into the scene and one of my surgery sisters got her surgery and within like the next two days she passed away oh, and um, she left like four children literally died it was it's really so, really sad I, I agree with you in the sense of like, yeah, if you feel like you, you don't feel comfortable in a certain way and you want to get done, whatever. But I think if you're getting it done for the sake of like it being a trend or because other people are getting it done, I think that's what's really sad because we shouldn't be promoting that. We should be promoting everyone feeling comfortable in their own skin and embracing what they've got and embracing what they look like naturally because that's who we are at the end of the day. And that's just really sad to hear that, to be honest. No, yeah. it, is, it is really, really sad. And again, <clears throat> I'm so happy that we have people like you who's like, you know what, yeah. I, just because I've come from Love Island, yeah. I'm not gonna then fit into the form of what a Love Island babe yeah. looks like. I'm not putting no feel, shit in my face. Nothing. I love that. Like <laughs> I literally love that, and I feel like again, like it's so important to have role models like you. Like you said, you have a platform, you have a responsibility. Mm. It's so important to have people who are like, this is me and who I am, and I'm not gonna conform into the trends or what people no. look cool. Like at one point, people didn't have big, remember back in the days, they used to just, they used to cuss for my lips. Do you, know, no, no. do you remember back in the day, this like, you know, white chicks era, yeah. right? People used to be like, oh, I don't want a fat, a flat bum was back in the day, yeah, right? Cool, that yeah. was the thing. If you had that a fat thing. bum, that was not, a, that yeah. was not it. And now I, look at it. I had a fat bum, my lips. Remember mm -hmm. the man, the boys used to bully me for yeah, my lips. horrid. And now everyone wants them. Now everybody <laughs> wants them. It was like, honestly, like she would tell you, I could, all the boys are in prison, <laughs> but I could listen to all the boys that we grew up with and how much they used to bully me mm -hmm 
mm-hmm. for my lips. So I could, I wasn't like you know. You remember the girls I used to hang out with? Yeah. I wasn't. Oh, I wasn't the desired girl. Like mm-hmm. because you had the light skinned girl and you had the white girls, yeah, and it's like that. obviously me, a dark skinned woman with a big bum and big lips. Like it just wasn't the thing back in the day. It's and tough. It's, it's like that's what I'm saying. That's what happens. If and at one point in my life, I'll be vulnerable. I wanted to get a lip production. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I used to search it. Like I was like 17. I was searching how to get a lip production and things like that because I just was tired of people bullying me for it Mm -hmm. and it had been something constant throughout my whole life so it's interesting to see now if I had followed that trend and had got a lip Mm -hmm. production I'd really be coming into this era look feeling and looking like a fool do you know what was one thing that I think I noticed as well, like, especially in my old job, like, a lot of bullying happens in school. As shitty as it is, it's always so temporary. Like, the second you leave that environment and you get off your life, you don't see none of that stuff following you. Like, it's such a strong message, though, to, like, stick to, like, who you are and believe in, like, what you are and, like, not change anything because just because of, like, this this bullying that's happening, like, for those however many years, I, I know it's shit, but the second you get out of here, like, you don't even have to, like, you don't see those people anymore. Like, have you seen those people that are bullying you? So now I'm basically no. saying, listen, once I left school, she drops everybody, and it's true. <laughs> like, don't change yourself because you're in a school environment and people are saying shit to your face. Like, the second you leave, you do your own thing, and you're going to love and flourish yourself, like, always, so, yeah. And look, now we, now now Sanam has people in her DMs from school that wasn't nasty her talking about, <laughs> oh my God, remember me? It's just like, yeah, bitch, bye. They're still in the requesting messages. The- <laughs> 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 All right, and let's move on to some social media tidbits. We have King of Dancehall Unwell. So Vibes Cartel is facing a life-threatening illness while serving his life sentence. The King of Dancehall is said to be suffering from Graves' disease in addition to two heart conditions. His lawyer is asking for better conditions as he's currently on 23-hour lock brand for harboring contraband. That's really sad. That's I actually read about that last night as well. Like he's You done a last night. You done a lot last night, didn't you? <laughs> these two stories came up and I actually really liked the, the people the, the stories came up about and I was like no way like I actually love his music I didn't even know he was in prison firstly when did he go into prison he's been in prison for a while I think he, he I think he's in and I swear he dropped music the other day so he's been tr- so he was dropping music while he was in prison I, I think either unreleased or he's they, they gave him a booth in the prison <laughs> but he's been in prison for a while and he's in prison for years I think he got oh, done for no. murder Oh, see, I didn't know that. But that was years ago. So he's been in prison for a while. No way. But yeah, I heard about that. I read about that last night about him trying to like fight for like his case or whatever whilst having this like deadly disease. That's really sad. sad. That's really sad. That's really sad. But what was it, America? America's tough. No, he's in Jamaica, I believe. Tougher. Tougher. (laughs) Toughest. Toughest. No, that's really sad. But yeah, we're sending... Vibes Cartel, a lot of love. I love Vibes Cartel. Same, I love his music. I literally play, I was playing it on the way here. Viva. <laughs> and he played, that song was made while he was in jail. This is what I mean. I didn't even know he was in prison. I was yeah. like, hey, he's banging up. She's like, Viva. <laughs> yeah, no, that guy was in prison, miss. Oh, that sucks. Miss, ma'am. But I know, really, really sucks. I mean, but he, he's done, he's, yeah. for, he's for murder, so. Oh, that's, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it still sucks. Bring up, no, but he's sick. Yeah, no, but now he's he's very sick. So we're really sending him love and stuff. Like, honestly, guys, look after yourselves. Has he got a kid? I don't know. I don't know much about Vibes Cartel. If I'm being honest. Cocktails and takeaways. We have got word of the week. So obviously, you know, guys, we like to laugh, but we also like to learn and grow and develop (laughs) ourselves on this show. So we have a word of the week every week to inspire you and make sure you can take away something from this show. 
you know what? I made that up on the spot, but I think I'm gonna fucking say that every week now because that was fab. That was fab. That was that was that was. That was sick. Wow, I surprised myself. <laughs> I'm surprised myself. But word of the week this week, and I think it's very fitting to you, is giving. Oh, I love that. So not giving as in it's giving, <laughs> but in terms of generosity, generosity. Mm. Giving time, resources, and advice to those who need it helps us to develop our own sense of sense of empathy and compassion giving is a powerful tool for building and nurturing meaningful relationships by giving we establish a foundation of trust gratitude and and reciprocity with others whether it's supporting a friend in need or participating in a charitable project the shared experiences of giving helps to unify ourselves with those who need our help oh i love that so sanam how can we be a better giver in this season and have a drink as you are telling us oh my god how in what do you mean in this love island season or just no in- you and life oh. how can we be better givers i think so for example this charity walk i'm doing right i've been like posting about you don't need to give like 10 20 30 pounds 100 pounds like the little like a pound two pounds that tiny amount that you probably spend like a chocolate bar you can spare that and give it towards something that's really meaningful something that's going to help to benefit other people so i just think for me if i'm going to advise anything think about that little couple of pounds that you're going to spend on something that you don't really need and think about how you can spare that for something else that's going to make a difference amazing and i feel like sometimes when people think of the term giving they think just financially Mm. but i think giving i feel like giving your time to somebody for example like your friend you can volunteer so much as well volunteer volunteer. i remember i used to volunteer in luton to this um woman's um christian charity Mm -hmm. um charity place in luton i can't remember the name but it's 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 no it's called is it esther no it's it's a bible it's a bible name it's a bible name it might be esther but yeah but giving volunteering is even like donating like your clothes and stuff rather than just like getting rid of it yeah because i'm really bad for that like i'll just dump it i've actually looked into i'm now like i'm clearing everything out like i'm donating it you know there's places that will actually pick up your clothes for you so you don't even Mm -hmm. need to you don't even need to like pack it and you know get a car and stuff they'll pick it up they can pick it up for you also service as well Mm -hmm. helping like and not necessarily helping the vulnerable like sometimes it's like not everybody who is vulnerable and who is who needs help is like wearing no shoes on the train Mm -hmm. and is hasn't bathed sometimes it's actually that friend that strong friend Mm -hmm. that is not okay but behind closed doors there's no food in the fridge and nobody's trying to share that i feel like sometimes even being helpful with the people around you mm-hmm. is is generosity. Exactly. Even sparing a few minutes to go help like your neighbor do something, or you're like yeah. your family member do something. Like those little moments are really helpful for other people. Are really helpful. I, I, sometimes people look at generosity as the grandeur of things. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. It's only generosity when it's like I'm giving away this. Or I'm sacrificing myself. But sometimes it's just the little things that are impactful, whether that's helping somebody, you know, with their shopping Mm -hmm. or, you know, like you said, you said that your mum is redecorating and stuff. Maybe I could come to the house and help (laughs) her re-wall and stuff. Auntie, you know the vibe in it. Like that type Mm -hmm. of beautiful moments is is just as great than giving a hundred or two hundred in this cost of living. But if (laughs) if you have the money, you can give it. You can give it. Just to go with everything that's going on, obviously we're in a cost of living crisis Mm. and stuff. When you're looking at the UK right now, what are some things that people can do to help in this 
cost of living crisis. Did I say, I said that with so yeah. many pauses. No, that makes sense. I think it comes back to literally your word of day about giving your time. Like mm-hmm. there's only so, like this government is only doing whatever they want to do. But at the end of the day, I think it really does come down to us and what we do as a community. Like I think there's so much, when you look at this, a lot you can do within your community. Like you said, like giving your time to help someone out. And it doesn't always have to be financially. It's literally about just sparing a few minutes to do something for someone. Or like, I just, I think it com- literally comes down to like the bare minimum, which you mm-hmm. don't think is much, but it actually is much. Yeah. That's how you can really help and make an impact for someone as well. I love that. So guys, make sure if you guys have any advice on how to give, put it in the comments below. And guys, if you are listening, make sure you hashtag CNT podcast to get involved in the conversation and you might be read out on the next mm. week. But I have a one more thing for you. So guys, we have our very special game. You already know what it is. So we ask our co-hosts cultural questions. This is the cultural questionnaire. And I have one question for you, Miss Sanam. Okay, what is it? Are you smart? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I've got voted as most intelligent couple, so we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the name of the game for Are You Smart? You have 10 questions. You can only give me one answer. You can't say Bobby, Susie, Becky, Adam, okay. Joseph, okay. Bimbola, David. Okay. Oh, you have to lock in. We have a leaderboard. Nobody in the history of Cocktails and Takeaways has ever got 10. Okay. Are you gonna be the first? We'll Obviously, see. you were the first <laughs> winner of Castle or more. You could be the first person in history. I'm not going to say no to a challenge. Just do it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Question number one. Which detective character have both Robert Dowie Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch played? It is, this is giving me pub quiz vibes. I'm bad at pub quiz. <laughs> Okay, reread the question, please. What detective character have both Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch played? Am I supposed to say the name? Yes. Oh, is that my question? <laughs> Do I ask you questions? No, this is. I asked you the question, now you answer. Oh, a detective with the brown hat and the brown blazer jacket. What <laughs> is the name of the detective? Pass. Girl, how you fall on the first hurdle? <laughs> how you fall on the first hurdle? You didn't even give me that. <laughs> this is I'm shit at these games. All right, give me some, give me three things. <laughs> and, and I'll pick one. You have to lock in one answer. Okay. Give me three detective names. I can't give you three detective names. <laughs> and I'll lock in one of those. Okay, read the question one more time. What detective character have both Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch played? <laughs> I don't know any detectives. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is that um, Twilight guy. Is he not? <laughs> what are you looking in for now? <laughs> Detective Smith. Okay, we've got no answer. <laughs> the correct answer is Sherlock Holmes. Oh, that would have been easy if I'd known that. <laughs> Question number two. Oh, no. Which brand of mobile phones came in the models? Bold, Curve, Beep, 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 Blackberry. <laughs> Are you locking I'm in locking it in. Blackberry. 
Top 10. That is correct. Yes! Which one did you have? All of them. <laughs> All three of them. I had the curve, the bold, and the torch. I had a I curve. Had a one. <laughs> I had a curve. If you know, you know. <laughs> Question number three. How many colours are on the South African flag? Is it A, seven, mm-hmm. B, six, C, five? Like one, two, I'm going to say five. No, six. What are you locking in? Five. So now I'm just locking in five. That is incorrect. The answer is six. I knew it. That's black, yellow, white, green, and blech. I've got one right so far. What does the acronym MIA stand for? Missing in action. I think. Are you locking that <laughs> in? Yes. Yes, Joyce, don't look at me like that. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, yay. <laughs> Missing in action. Question number five. In which country can you find the famous Leaning Tower of Pisa? Italy. Are you locking that in? Yes. I was confident. I'm really hoping it's correct. That is correct. It is Italy. (laughs) Question number six. Sinophobia is the fear of what domesticated animal? Spiders. Are you locking that in? I'm locking that in. That is incorrect. (laughs) The answer is dogs. Why is it called dognophobia? Girl. (laughs) (laughs) that's a silly word then isn't it question how how come motherfuckers be texting me while I'm fucking doing my motherfucking show Will and Joe Boo (laughs) I love you I love Will that's my boyfriend question number seven which actor played the iconic character Big Mama in the 2000s movie Big Mama's House oh my god what's his face that plays it in um in um Bad Boys that guy I, I don't know his name, but that guy. What name are you locking in, <laughs> Um, um, Will Smith's co co star in Bad Boys. Is that what you're locking in? I'm locking that in. We are locking in Will Smith's co star from Bad Boys. <laughs> That's not locking him. That is incorrect. The answer is Martin Lawrence. That's his name. That his the name is definitely not Will Smith's co-star from Bad Boys. That's his name. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> is it not the same thing? Tell me right now if it's not the same thing. Comment down below, guys. Is it the same thing? <laughs> that is the same thing. It counts. Is Give it me my voice. The same thing. <laughs> Question number eight. <laughs> Which band played alongside Beyonce and Bruno Mars in the 2016 Super Bowl halftime show? I don't know, Rolling Stones? 
locking it in. You're locking the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah. That is incorrect. <laughs> the answer is cold play. All right. That makes more sense. Question number nine. <laughs> what D is the measurement used to measure sound? I know this. It begins with D. Yes. <laughs> oh, what's the end with? <laughs> it begi- I know what it is. Repeat the question, please. What D is the unit of measurement used to measure sound? Um, dynamics. That's not that's not a measurement, but I'm gonna lock it in. So now I'm locking in <laughs> dynamics. <laughs> that is incorrect. The answer is decibels. Decibels. That's what I said. <laughs> Question number 10. Oh my God, save me from this. Right. Guess the song. Anything that's worth having is sure enough worth fighting for. Cheryl Cole, we've got to fight for this love. Are you locking that in? That was very confident. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that was right. If not, it's very silly right now. You screamed it. (laughs) <laughs> that is correct. Yeah! Well <laughs> we got a five, 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 no, but his name is. You're not gonna go to the to the bureau and be like, "My name is Will Smith's co-host." <laughs> yeah, you are. No. Where's Girl. his name? His name is Martin Lawrence. Yeah, but why is he not on the Bad Boys cast? But his name is Martin. His government name. His government name is Martin Lawrence. Will Smith's co-star in Bad Boys. But guys, <laughs> we are done for this show. So now, honestly, you have been an absolute pleasure, you know. Thank you so much for coming oh, on. thanks, Joyce. I really like sitting and talking to you, you know. I enjoyed Seriously, it. Seriously, where do people find you on the fucking internet? <laughs> Instagram or TikTok. Tsunami. Tsunami, tsunami, tsunami. <laughs> and that, with that being said, we are going to be back next week with another bad boy or another bad girl. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. And we are motherfucking out. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>